hold on to me as we go as we roll down this unfamiliar road and although this wave is stringing us along just know you're not alone I'm gonna make this place your home. Good morning, Hamilton. This is Rob Golfie with Remax Escarpment, the Golfie team. Welcome to the Hamilton Real Estate Show with Rick Zamprin and Phil Golfie. Yes, good Saturday morning once again. Lots to talk about today. We have, uh, we're, we're finally, I, I promise this time, going to get to the 19 things nobody tells you about when selling your home. <laughs> and that tiny Oshawa house, which by the way, I'm not sure if it's sold or not, uh, but we'll talk about that later, later, a little later on in the show. We'll also talk about when a deal is not a deal. An interesting scenario playing out in Vancouver that we'll share with you in a matter of minutes. Don't forget to go online to robgolfie.com. That website address, again, is robgolfi.com for the latest listings, great information, awesome uh, pictures, and the like. Uh, a wealth of information on the website, robgolfi.com. Call them anytime at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. They're all over social media, at Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram, and be sure to like the Rob Golfie Facebook page, and subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast wherever you download your favorite podcast. Have a question for the Golfie team? Email questions at robgolfie.com. That email address again is questions at robgolfie.com. As we usually do towards the beginning of the month as we recap the previous month's statistics uh, within the Realtors Association of Hamilton Burlington, overall a uh, pretty decent month of March. 1,032 sales reported uh, through the uh, Hamilton and uh, Burlington area uh, for March 2019. A 1.2% drop from March of last year. However, 40% more sales compared to February and a 74% increase over January. And the average price of a home sold is up 4.9%, so nearly 5% from March to March. We stand now at an average sale price of $575,099. Healthy? Healthy, that's normal. Uh, 4.9% is, is a good number for uh, home prices going up, and that's like right on track. Um, and that's kind of expected. You know, we did have, you know, 2017, those peaks, and then it dropped to go back to a normalization. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the way the real estate board puts, now they put down, we're up from January and February. We never had that yeah. in the last two, three years when they were they were putting out the stats. I guess, they, you know, the good thing is they want to put a positive thing out there. Sure. And uh, because, you know, when, we, when you compare from 2000, uh, uh, 18 to, uh, to 17 and now 19, we're back on track. It's just, you know, we're back at mm-hmm. a normal level of selling real estate uh, and, the, and the unit numbers. I, I feel that, you know, 2017 was such an anomaly. I feel that now the comparables are uh, a little more accurate because it's more of a level playing field? It is. It is. It's a, it's, it's a level playing field. You, you, can, you know, and it's easier for the realtors, too. They can gauge to a certain degree uh, what what a willing buyer is willing to pay for your house, no matter how nice your house is, no how no matter how beautiful it is, um, a buyer is going to look at it and say, you know what, it's just too much money. Like I mean, you have to, you know, people are looking and it's got to be priced right. It's got to be priced right. It, it, it could be the most beautiful, gorgeous house, but if if the, if it 
if it doesn't warrant the price for that mm-hmm. mark the, at this market, then they're not going to get it. Yeah, uh, Realtors Association of Hamilton Burlington CEO George O'Neill saying the increase in the number of sales from January and February shows the w- that we are full steam ahead and anticipate a healthy spring market. And that we experienced a 2% increase in the number of listings over last year, which means more overall choice for buyers. And that's a good thing, too. It is, yeah. More, more choice over buyers. It, and it's, but it's still, it's still a, a, a balanced market, right. it, which is good. I mean, uh, it, you know, houses go up on the market. They're not selling, you know, in 24 hours. And so it, it, it's, it's good for both parties, but mm-hmm. uh, for buyers, too. So they're not have to rush and, and make a decision without doing yeah. a home inspection. Uh, average days on market from uh, March 2018 to March 2019, up slightly. 26 days, uh, the average days on market. Market in 2018 in March up to 31 days. So I mean, not a drastic difference. You're looking at about a week or less than a week. That's it. Really. Yeah. So you know, things are roll- things are rolling around. Um, like like for instance, Ancaster um, uh, this year in the, in March they sold uh, 50 homes. Last year they sold 57. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, it, when it's it's mine. It's about uh, they're down 12 percent on uh, the unit sales, uh, but they still had eight. Out of the fifty, were full price or more. So obviously, there's you know there's people looking. Uh, so that you know that's sixteen percent that uh, of the of the got, homes got that sold price. that they got a, uh, a good price yeah. for for their home. And the average price up nearly eight percent in Ancaster from seven hundred twenty three thousand dollars last March to seven hundred seventy eight thousand this past month. So that that's, that, that's yeah, a, there's, a short, there's a shortage of homes on on, on the market uh, out there in Ancaster. Yeah. So yeah, uh, let's jump to Burlington. Burlington, um, they did. Uh, they're up uh, uh, seven seven and a half uh, percent. I didn't get the the actual number because I wanted to know what the real estate board numbers are. If it was including Milton, like Halt, like Halton, Milton, and all right. that. So the I just I, so I left that number out to see how many were full price or more. Mm. But um, you know they sold two hundred fifty eight in March. Last year it it was two hundred forty, so they're up. Yeah. And, and Burlington took a big hit last year. Like they they took a beating, you know, because prices were too strong for a lot of people. They just said, hey, you know what, we're gonna you know back off for a bit. Mm-hmm. So now it looks like they're coming back. And house prices they they balanced out almost identical. Identical, yeah. So they balanced out. So they, they flatlined. See yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So now the market's catching up to it. So it flatlined, and and that's what happens in certain certain markets uh, when uh, when it, they spike a little bit and then people back off, back off. And then uh, now they're coming back, but they're, it's still uh, last year's mm-hmm. prices. $738,000 average uh, house price in Burlington. Let's move over to Dundas, where it uh, experienced not only a hike in the number of sales, but the average price as well. Number of sales last March of 2018, 19 homes were sold. This past month, 28. That's a pretty good spike. So it, yeah, it's a nice spike. And, it, and it's just a small hub there. And, and out, of the, out of the 28, 11 of them were full price or more. So that's that's actually pretty good, you know. Wow. So so there's obviously more than one person looking at the same house wanting to buy it and yeah. and, uh, and and, and for way. Dundas, I mean that's when you think of it a niche market. They're it on is. kind of they're it in is. a silo. House yep. prices are, well, you know, $682,000 last month. So I mean, they're not cheap up no, 4% from last no, month. No, it isn't. It isn't. It's not a ch- it's not a cheap place to live. It's a gorgeous little community. Yeah. I I love that I love that area. It's, it's fantastic. Good for Dundas. From yeah. Dundas to Flamborough where things are uh, a little bit down. Little, yeah, the Flamborough, you know what, again, that's where it gets pricey. Uh, they only had 13 sales uh, last month, 
And the year before, in March, they had 19. So they're down 31%. But, mm-hmm. though, you know, it seems like such a big number when we're saying down 31%. But really, they're only down, what, a six a yeah, six difference six of six sales. homes. Yeah. yeah. But two of them were full price or more. Um, so it um, – and but but the average price actually came down. So they they peaked – Last year, now it's kind of it's kind of trying to adjust itself. Mm-hmm. In so it's almost resetting. Yeah, yeah, the average price down from eight hundred thousand dollars last March to seven hundred twenty-four thousand uh, this past month. A difference of about nine percent. Glanbrook, a uh, bit of a different story. The number of sales just dipping slightly from forty-three compared to forty-six last March. That's it. But yeah. the average price up six percent from five hundred thirty-two thousand to five hundred sixty-seven. Yeah, and it and nine of them were uh, full price or more. You know, Glenbrook is a, is a is a funny market because a lot of people want to go there. They say it's a nice, great community. They move in and they're like, oh, uh, they're not sure if they <laughs> they like it or not. It's it's just it's kind of a, a like a, a community in left field of Hamilton. Right, right. And you either love it or you hate it. But uh, it just depends. So the more people move in, there's a, there's a, a certain percentage that move out, yeah. and and the ones some of them stick. Is the initial appeal that there's new development out there? So let's let's move to a new place. Um, yeah, it's just a you know get away from the the city, the hustle and bustle, the, the hustle yeah. bustle in the city. And uh, you know they're you know they're building schools. What, what they need more there is more infrastructure. They got a um, a grocery store there, uh, Freshco. Right. So they need more uh, things out there, so people don't have to drive uh, fifteen minutes to get anything. So yeah. they need to get more of that stuff. Uh, over in Grimsby, sales in the month of March in twenty eighteen, uh, there were forty eight of them compared to fifty six last month, and yep. the average price went down from five hundred eighty three thousand last March to five hundred forty eight. A thousand this past month, so yeah. some some good and bad there. Some good and bad. I mean, they they probably peaked uh, uh, with their sales last year around this time, so they got some good money. Mm-hmm. And and Grimsby's another little community that flatlines also. You know, sometimes it it does leaps and bounds and jumps with the pricing, yeah. and then it's got to cool down so it'll stay the same. So there's probably a little bit of adjustment, but I I, I think you'll see as months to come, it, it, you'll see that the house price average mm-hmm. will, will come up in price. So fifty six homes sold. Last month in Grimsby, 16 of them uh, achieved full price or more. And that's 29%, pretty healthy number. That's it. All right, let's uh, dive into Hamilton. So the number of sales overall in Hamilton fell from 664 in March of 2018 to 649 last month. Yes, uh, we're, they're down to two, uh, almost 2.5%, but they're up on their average sale price. And uh, 200, approximately 200 of them were full price or more. So strong market. Uh, it just the unit numbers. That means maybe the inventory is a little low, hmm. and uh, it's just not. Uh, they need to get more inventory. Hamilton is a great hub for for everything uh, when it comes to newcomers coming into the city. Right. Yeah. Average uh, sale price in Hamilton overall, uh, $519,000 last month. That compares to four ninety a year ago. Uh, Hamilton Center. So let's dive into the uh, into the neighborhoods. We've got about uh, three, uh, four minutes left here. Yeah. Uh, okay. Or a couple minutes, according to producer Jerry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hamilton Center. So the number of sales actually went down from 95 last year at this time to 83 last month, a difference of 12%. I think it's lack of inventory there. That, that's that's really? my opinion yeah lack of inventory but but house prices went up 17 percent from 317 to 372 wow um so it it it's and then 45 uh out of those 83 uh sales that happened in march 
uh, were full price or more. Mm-hmm. So the market's hot in, in central Hamilton, but it's just the lack of inventory. That's why they're down in sales. Yeah. Lack that, of inventory. That, that's a healthy number. Over half yeah. are, are getting full price yeah. or more. That's yeah. pretty good. That's great. Uh, Hamilton East. Hamilton East, uh, again, another great market, uh, affordable market. 89 sales. Uh, they're up 27%. And, and they're also up 5% in the average sale price. Mm-hmm. 37 of them out of the 89 were full price or more. Forty-one, you know, That's 41%. Wow. Strong, very strong. Average price in Hamilton East, uh, 384000 compared to three sixty-four last year at this time. Let's take a quick timeout. Still to come, we got Hamilton Mountain, Hamilton West. We're going to dive into Stody Creek, Waterdown, West Lincoln, and we'll dip into Niagara as well. A little bit more in terms of St. Catharines and Niagara Falls. You are listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on... On 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio with Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax's Scartman Realty, the Golfie team. Call them anytime at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. They're online at robgolfie.com. That website address again is robgolfie.com. If you have a question for the Golfie team, email us at questions at robgolfie.com. That's questions at robgolfie.com. Subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast to uh, pick up some past episodes on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, wherever you download your favorite podcast. Past episodes on robgolfie.com and 900chml.com. And they're all over social media as well. Check them out on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Still to come, we'll talk about when a deal is not a deal. An interesting situation happening in Vancouver. Uh, 19 things nobody tells you about selling your home, and we'll talk about that tiny Oshawa house that created some real estate buzz not too long ago. But we're going through the Realtors Association of Hamilton Burlington statistics for March. We rifled through uh, some of the neighborhoods and communities uh, in segment number one. We're going to continue that uh, here in segment number two with Hamilton Mountain, which uh, the number of sales dipped from 162 last year at this time to 154 last month. But the average sale price is up Nearly six percent, from four hundred sixty-one thousand to four hundred eighty-eight. Pretty healthy area. Healthy. Uh, Hamilton Mountain's always been a great market uh, for Hamilton. Uh, the reason why they're down in sales is just because of lack of inventory. There's no doubt about it. Um, not enough homes going for sale. Not enough good homes, or not enough homes uh, that are uh, priced right, right. Are, are going up for sale. So, and fifty-four of them were full price or more. So that that's that's like, you know, 35% of, wow. of the market uh, of the homes sold on the mountain were full price or more. Yeah. Uh, over in Hamilton West, number of sales going down 7.5% from 53 to 46 year over year, March to March. And the average sale price up 13% from 419000 in March of 2018 to 474000 last month. And a lot of the homes, again, going for full price or more. That's it, yeah. 30% of the homes went full price or more. Um, again, West Hamilton has always been a strong market. Um, you, you know, you've got the Aberdeen area, um, and uh, um, and then you got the McMaster area mm-hmm. where house house sales are there. So it just it's it's a, it's always a, a nice hub in that in that the, the West End. Yeah. 
great part of town. Uh, over to the other side of the city, we'll go to Stony Creek, where uh, things are looking up here in Stony Creek. Yeah, Stony Creek. Now, this is this includes Stony Creek Mountain. Okay, and, so upper and lower. Yeah, okay. upper and lower Stony Creek. So that's how they, they rolled their, um, the, the stats on this one. So they sold um, 104 in the in the month of March, which compared to 98 the, the year prior. Mm-hmm. And the average sale price is also up. So they're up 6%. On uh, number of units, and they're up six six point eight percent on average sale pr- sale price from last year, and twenty three out of the one hundred and four that sold were um, full price or more. Twenty two percent average sale price now in Stony Creek five hundred thirty eight thousand dollars. Water down, water down. Yeah, so they sold. They're they're down now. Water. That's an up and down because there's. Um, it just depends on how many. You know, again, thirty five sales like yeah. a small community. Uh, last year they sold 42, so they're, they're down 16%. Now again, low inventory. That's mm-hmm. why that's why they're down. But again, look at it. They're up four four point two percent. So market's going strong, and uh, and and it's moving along. And seven out of the 35, which equals 20%, uh, uh, had full price or more. So yeah. water down is always a good market. You find a lot of people from Kitchener, uh, like Guelph. In that area, we'll so they move can to hop water down, so it's not that far. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you're getting a lot of um, people that want to use the go, the go train. Right. You know, it's just down at the bottom over there uh, of uh, number six, and they can yeah. hop onto the go train from there. Uh, average sale price in Waterdown, $682,000. West Lincoln, uh, sales are flat. There weren't a lot of sales, uh, but the average sale price is up 11% from five hundred twenty-eight. To five hundred ninety thousand dollars. That's it. Yeah. So, and and these numbers are hard to gauge because West Lincoln is, is such a massive territory, but so little home sell. Um, but uh, again, um, you know, uh, they've got uh, they sold the same on their number of homes. Again, low inventory. Mm-hmm. You know, it, West Lincoln. You gotta want to go there you, if you want to be in the country. A lot of people do. Yeah. It just depends how much uh, you know landscaping you want to take care of when you move <laughs> out there because yeah. there is a lot of land uh, you can buy. You know, one acre to a hundred acre uh, house with right. a, you know a house on it, and uh, it could it could be a lot of work. So people yeah. have to think twice when they buy out there. Uh, five homes sold, the exact same as March of 2018. All five going for full price or more in West Lincoln. Uh, okay, so we got St. Catharines, Niagara Falls, and Welland, and yes. uh, some interesting scenarios in each of these. Yes. So in uh, in St. Catharines. Uh, they sold 186 homes uh, March of this year. Last year was 189, so they're uh, they're they're down three percent. So, but also, but the average sale price is up by six percent. Mm-hmm. Last year was 380,000 uh, average sale price. This year it's almost 404,000. So they're up uh, almost six uh, percent on the average sale price in St. Catharines. Yeah, similar scenario in Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls, uh, in March uh, of 2019, they sold 101 homes. Average sale price, 414641 Last year, 135 homes. They sold more last year. Mm-hmm. And the average sale price was 377000 So they're up uh, 9% on the uh, average sale price, and but down on the uh, amount of homes sold. So right. again, you know, low inventory is 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 still bringing the house prices up. Uh, and, and Welland, which again is another kind of niche market because it's really in the middle of nowhere. That's right. Uh, yeah, you've got to really, you know, pretty well. If you if you if you were going to move to Welland, you're pretty well going to be working in the Niagara Peninsula. Right. Because if you want to retire there, uh, if you want to retire there, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Might not be on the top of the list. No, no, but it's not everybody's top of the list. Uh, sorry, Welland. I 
didn't mean to say <laughs> no, that. No, no, no. Hey, I used to live there. I used to live <laughs> okay, there. Okay, okay, yeah. there you go. So 84 uh, homes sold last month compared to 72 in March of 2018. So that's up 15%. Yeah. And a then, healthy number. Yeah. And last year, the average sale price in March was 341314 This year, it's 369700 Up 8%. So we're, we're, we're still in the threes in Niagara. Yeah, yeah no, so very much affordable. That, you know, yeah. three across the board. It and, is. And, uh, it is. Yeah, and everywhere else is, is four plus. Well, Saint. Ca- well, look at Saint Catharines and Niagara Falls. They hit uh, the the just over the four hundred mark. Yeah. So, so Ni- Niagara Niagara Falls is. It seems it's it's a major hub, I think, for GTA buyers. Like they're like they're going towards Niagara Falls for some reason. Mm-hmm. A lot of development happening in there. Same thing in Saint Catharines, but. I don't know what, what's driving people there. Like, it, uh, Do you, you think know? it's the eventual appeal for all day go? Like, I mean, the provincial government has been promising for, it seems, decades that we're, we're going to get all day go. It's going to be very accessible. It's going to be running, you know, at all times of the day. Yeah. And they're probably looking at these home prices thinking, wow, if I can get on the all day go, I'll move to St. Catharines or Niagara Falls or you know, Fort Erie. Who knows? Well, Niagara Falls has got, um, you know, with, with the, uh, the GO train uh, going right to Niagara Falls, right downtown, um, they're already starting to rip down and, and expropriate some buildings and, and going to level them. And so when, when you're going downtown to park and everything or getting off the train, it's going to be beautiful there. Yeah. Now, they're also making a walk ramp from uh, Niagara Falls, Canada to Niagara Falls, New York. Mm. There's, a, there was a tr- there's a train track that goes across right by the lower bridge. And I was talking to the BIA guy that, that handles the downtown area there. And he says they're going to make a walking bridge. Now, also, he told me that they're going to have a train that goes one. I, I don't. I don't know if this is going to happen or not. He says they're 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 building a, a super train that's going from Niagara Falls, New York, straight to New York City. Wow. Now, I I don't. He said he said no stop. I, that's fantastic. Holy. A lot of tourists come to Niagara Falls. Um, so they park their car, they, you know, they may go Niagara Falls, Ontario, cross the border and just hop on that, uh, super train to New York city. I <laughs> think, I think that there's an, I like that idea. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because anyway, if you drive to New York city, you, you can't use your car in New York city. Right. You just leave it parked at the yeah. hotel you take a cab and they charge you a hundred bucks a day <laughs> parking your yeah. car. Plus it takes nine hours to get there. It takes yeah. nine hours yeah. to get there. So, but if they got a super train that goes to uh, wow. New York city from Niagara Falls, New York. I, I'd be I, I'd be on that train yeah, for sure. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's jump to uh, 19 things nobody tells you about selling your home. This is pretty good. Yeah, I mean, uh, we've been uh, teasing this for a couple of weeks now. A real estate agent de- definitely wrote this, for sure, <laughs> like 100%. It, it, every single one of them are true. Okay, let's go through them, uh, one through 19. Uh, number one, and again, these are things that nobody tells you about selling your home. So if, if you're thinking about selling your home or you're in the process, you're probably figuring out that, oh, yeah, I, you know, I'm going through this right now. So number one... You have an incredible amount of stuff. Yeah, people get used to what their own living environment, right? So, so you know, when somebody comes in, it's it's how they've lived there for three or four or five years. Right. But you want to make sure that you know when when prospective buyers are walking through the house, they're not hitting their knee or their their elbow or their shoulders <laughs> off your all your furniture. Yeah. Right. So that's uh, that's that's usually number one on the list for sure. Yeah. Throw out, uh, donate, store your stuff. Think of it as a prepacking for your upcoming move. Number two, your feelings will probably be hurt by what the stager recommends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, we get some complaints. Your stager doesn't know what they're doing. Oh no. <laughs> no, it. I, I could see. I could see that because we're. It's like we're we're trying to make this house universal appealing to any buyer that comes through yeah. and sometimes the homeowner does feel a little bit but 
you know, most people are good. Like, they, they understand and they need to get this thing sold. We're trying to get them top dollar. Mm-hmm. But sometimes some people, they do feel offended sometimes when we ask them to change some things in the house. Stagers, though, they know what buyers want mm-hmm. to see, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, I mean, the home seller should not be offended by what the stager is recommending. Yeah. I get it. It's going to happen. Uh, number three, your renovations may not have added as much value as you think. Yeah, this can be a whole radio show. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. but, yeah, 100%, it's, it's you know... A lot of a lot of people ask, you know, what can I do to make my house worth more money? And you know, if the whole house is dated in the 1960s, putting a brand new kitchen isn't going to increase the value, right? Yeah. Right. If you're going to do the kitchen, you're going to have to do the floors. And then if you do the floors, you're, you're, you might as well do the trim. And yeah. then you know what I mean. So you can now, do the now, trim, now, you might as well paint it. Exactly. Yeah. Now, now you're you're peeling down wallpaper. So it's right. like, where do you stop? So it's almost like you know, don't do anything because the person that's going to come in here and buy it yeah. is, is going to do it. So there, you get in, you get in those little cases that that you know where people want to, you know, they want to invest and they have a small sum where they can put back into the house. Mm-hmm. But it's almost, you know, in in some cases, every case is different. But in some cases, it's better not to. We we had a guy. Um, he said he did s- uh, some updates in the kitchen. So I I, w- I went to this house uh, last week, and I walked through it, and it was listed by another realtor before. And the house, the house is it needs a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Like it's a major renovation. Right. It needs probably two hundred thousand in oh, renovations. Wow. So when I'm reading the listing, I'm I'm reading this listing, and it says, "Oh, you know, beautiful, updated this and this and that." <laughs> and I said to the homeowner, "This I, is the previous listing that you were reading. The previous listing, right. the previous the agent that previously had it listed. Right. I said every person that walked into this house that read this listing is expecting an updated house." Mm-hmm. I said. You disappointed every person. I said, you attracted the wrong buyer coming here. Totally. You got to attract the buyer that wants to renovate. And uh, and he's looking at me and I'm like, I go, like, I, I'm reading this listing. I, I want to look at this house. But if, and when I come through, yeah. I'm disappointed. You're, you're only going to get disappointment. Yeah. So, oh. so and, and, he's, and he goes to me, he says, oh, what if I, you know, put new cupboards here? I, I said no. I says leave it the way <laughs> Don't it is. Bother. Leave yeah. it the way it is. It's not going to add value. Yeah. So I'm sure you guys have been in homes where you're thinking, man, you shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Like it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's a waste of money. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. One of them. One of them. I remember is it was in Beamsville, and and I pull up to the property, and he said, "Well, you know, I put new stone on the front of the house." I said, "It was brick before, wasn't it?" He goes, "Yeah, but I put new stone." He spent like twelve grand. <laughs> oh, wow. And re- refaced the front of the house. Wow. And, and, and yeah, it, it's like, something like that. Yeah, it looks good. But you're right. not gonna. You're not gonna. But get the return on investment no. is zero. No. That's yeah. negative. Negative no. return. Zero. <laughs> yeah, your return is yeah. zero. He wow. probably thought he was gonna get an extra maybe twenty to fifty thousand for his house. Ouch. No way. Yikes. Yeah, I gotta be careful. Uh, number four on the nineteen things nobody tells you about selling your home. Uh, some agents are rude. They may show up for a showing appointment late or not at all, and many of them will leave their shoes on despite the sign that tells them to remove them. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Not this good. is. This is. Uh, I, I, we were just at an appointment. <laughs> You're not going to believe this. We were in an appointment um, yesterday, and uh, the, uh, the, uh, the they were they were upset with their previous agent, mm-hmm. right? And so they're they're going with us, and the agent go uh, sits down with them and said said to to the guy's wife right in front of him, "Oh, you're a pretty lady, uh, you know, like just." Kind of like giving wow. compliments. He goes, and he's just. Uh, I I don't know the the full context context, it, but he like like. But it was a creepy moment. It was a creepy moment, and I said to him, "And you still listened with the guy?" Like, yeah. And he goes, "You know what? We regretted doing that." Wow. And uh, but yeah, he was a little bit. Uh, it was a little bit rude about how he was. Uh, you know. Thanks. 
yeah, asking, you know, how old are you? You're a pretty good, you know, like, like so, you shouldn't have done that. So what happens is a lot of agents, they'll book three, four, five showings at a time, mm. right? And usually when we book a showing, they get, they're given an hour time, time slot. So it's, it's, you have one hour here, one hour there. Right. So it's, it's, it's knowing that that agent can come anytime during that hour. But if he gets behind on a couple other properties, you know what I mean? You're, 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 you're constantly shuffling around mm-hmm. and, and trying to make the appointments work. I think that the agent has, you know, this everybody's best interest in making sure that they're they're on time. Stuff happens, right. and and then and then you have those one offs where, where they're just you know arrogant and and don't care, right? Um, wow. But it's 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 something that that happens often. Whether it's somebody being late, somebody not showing up, somebody coming through your property and not shutting the lights off, somebody come through your property and and and. Uh, Tracking mud all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> or, or not, forgetting not, to shut a door, or not yeah. leaving a card to make sure that you know. Th- just the standard practices, you right. leave your business card there. there to to make sure you're there. There's all those little things, and and you know it's extremely frustrating um, when uh, you know you know selling. And, and there's a couple more in, on the list that, that get to that. Yeah. Uh, number five, while your property is on the market, you'll have daily stress about the number of showings. Shouldn't there have been more showings by now? What's normal? I'm sure you guys get these questions. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, every every property is different, right? Yeah. And, and and it can go depending on your pricing strategy. It can go depending on your location, your neighborhood, everything like that. Um, and you know, it, it it's easy to 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 stress about it. You can you can talk yourself in a in a, <laughs> a circle, circle a million yeah. times, thinking that you know your property is never going to sell. It's not. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's not right. Yeah. But it, it it's you know that's why it's important to have a realtor to go there for that support. For right. example. You know, maybe you only had a couple showings that week, and well, in comparison to the rest of the properties in the area, well, they only had a couple showings too. So, you know, you're exactly where you need to be. Mm-hmm. But if you're only if your property only had one showing, and everybody else's is, you know, if if appointments are up, then you know you, you need to make an adjustment. You need to make a change, and and we have those stats to be able to provide our clients. Mm-hmm. Um, those little stats definitely, you know, once you look at the data, there's no stress because. Yeah, it's it's right in front of you, yeah. yeah. Uh, number six, which kind of goes along the lines of uh, number five, while your property is on the market, you'll wonder about every showing. Was that my buyer? Did they like it? Yeah. Are they going to make an offer? So yeah. the whole emotional state, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, so what we do is we provide feedback after every single showing, and we make sure that we we we, we get on the other realtors or, the, or the, the realtors that showed the property to make sure that every single time somebody walks through their house mm-hmm. they're provided with feedback and, and and sometimes it's good sometimes it's bad yeah. but we and we say we're going to be honest with you you're going to receive you know the worst stuff and you're going to receive the good stuff right we're not going to you know we're not going to glamorize it or or you know make it anything that it's not we're, we're going to be straight up and honest right uh still to come more of the 19 things nobody tells you about selling your home when we return here on the hamilton real estate show on 900 chml
Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio today with Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. They're online at robgolfie.com. Call them anytime at 905-575-7700. All over social media at Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram. Like the Rob Golfie Facebook page and subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast. You can download it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And if you have a question for the Golfie team, you can send us an email, questions at robgolfie.com. Again, that's questions at robgolfie.com. Continuing our discussion of 19 things nobody tells you about selling your home, we are up to number seven. Between the time after you've accepted an offer and the close, you're responsible for making sure that nothing happens to the home. Yeah, the, the, the seller's responsible, but it's also the buyer to be aware of, you know, what state the home's in, right? Um Obviously, if the seller if the seller sells a sells the property and and you know prior to the closing date the buyer walks through and you know all the appliances are ripped out and and there's a bunch of holes in the wall and or, or you know something happened in the basement whether it's a flood or you know the, the seller's responsible and it's the buyer's it's it's the buyer and the buyer's realtor to make sure that they're aware of these problems mm-hmm. and 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 they don't close on the property. On the flip side, if something does break before the home is sold, you need to fix it. That's exactly. right. Yeah, yeah. You, you, that's right. Now you should be keeping up with the uh, shoveling in the snow if there if it's winter, uh, cutting the grass. Yeah, don't let it just. That's what we see in, in terms of the uh, yeah. in terms of the homes, especially in the summers. Is some people just let the landscaping go. <laughs> and oh, you, and you come, I'm not going to live here yeah, anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or yeah. it's like a vacant property, and they have somebody there cutting the lawn every you know once a week, and right. then as soon as it's sold, you know you know we don't need it's you like anymore. Property sold. Yeah, yeah. Let it grow. So you show up, and it's like a, it's a mess. It's a forest. Like it's, it's, and we've seen that happen. Yeah, it has. And uh, and, especially one deal didn't close because of that. Especially the landscaping, the the landscaping part of it. Usually, you know, there's not, there's not a lot that can happen inside of a house. You know what I mean? Right. Even like, even when you're moving out, if you, if you, you know, if you put a hole in the wall or whatever, like that's that's easy. That's basic. Nothing major. But if you let you know, uh, you know, a one acre property or, or, you know what I mean? Some of these, if you let it overgrow, like yeah. there's some heavy lifting to, wow. to, to do. <laughs> Number eight, uh, sometimes sales don't close on the day they're supposed to. And while this is a huge pain, you may want to consider extending the insurance on your home a day or two past the closing date, just in case. Yeah. So, so first things first, we always recommend closing on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, every single, every single time. Right. Now, sometimes, you know, sometimes you you can't control it because, other people want to move on a certain date, so you have to accommodate to the closing. Right. But if you close on a Wednesday and it doesn't close that day, now you're closing on the Thursday. But if you're on a Friday and you don't close on the Friday, well, well, guess what? You're you're not closing until Monday. Right. That's, so, yeah. So it's a so, whole weekend. So that's yeah. that's that's one of the major things, and it's just something to be prepared for. It's not you know it's not the end of the world if it doesn't close on that date. It kind of it, it might put you in a bind, mm-hmm. but it, it happens more often than not, it, and yeah. it's usually to do with with the transfer of funds, right? In terms of you know, sometimes there's, 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 you know, your, your closing results in other five or six other properties closing. Yeah. So it's a huge domino effect when it comes down on that closing date right. um, and, and the transfer of funds. But, you know, lawyers are pretty good in, in terms of, you know, controlling all this and, and making sure that these properties do close. But, but just be prepared in mm-hmm. the event it doesn't. Uh, again, we're talking about 19 things nobody tells you about uh, when selling your home. Number nine, you need to disclose defects. Yeah, I can't get more. It's black and white. Explanatory than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 for sure. If they've had any issues that that 
somebody may not you can't see by walking through the house right. but they they should disclose they can get they, people can go after them for that after the after they move in cuz it's 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 a problem that the homeowners knew about right. and they didn't didn't disclose trying to sweep it under the rug uh, number 10 you're likely to be expected to leave the property in broom swept condition on closing we've talked about this in the past yeah. as well yeah this is usually stated in the agreement of purchase and sale where you know, clean and broom swept condition on on closing, mm-hmm. um, and and you know what I I you got to give it to a lot of homeowners out there, they they have a really good pride of ownership and making sure that the property is prepared and and clean for the next owners, and and often you see is you know it's it's professionally clean, not oh, even yeah. a, not even in a clean, you know yeah. they'll bring in cleaners and clean it up and you know leave a card or leave you know leave right. some, you know bottle, bottle of wine, wine. yeah and we, we we see that often and yeah. those are those people are like those yeah are people like leaving a house clean for the next home, yeah. uh, homeowner they want to show them that, hey listen and usually know. and usually in some cases they've met them through walkthroughs or or sometimes the buyers want to meet the sellers whether they have different questions so right. they kind of have that that camaraderie kind yeah, of building. exactly yeah. yeah uh we just got a couple minutes here so uh number 11 when agents bring their clients back to see your property a second time that's a good sign but far from a guarantee of an offer yeah i mean they're yeah. interested right they just need that little little motivation they're, mm-hmm. they're they're missing something right and 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 the something just might be they're afraid to buy a house because it's right. a big purchase yeah yeah right so if somebody's going to come back for a second time they're definitely interested it, it doesn't guarantee anything, but somewhere in there, you got to find out what their motivation is mm-hmm. or what it could be and, and try and get them what we say on paper in, in terms of putting in an offer, right. but it does not guarantee anything. Yeah. There's a fish in the pond, but it might not have bit the hook yet. That's right. Uh, lastly, your buyer will probably see your home for the first time online. Yeah. Everybody looks online. That's the way it is. It's, it's you know, I would say 98%, 99%. That's where buyers like. look online. Yeah. You got your little 1% where somebody drives by and sees the sign or, yeah. um, you know, maybe you hear about it from the friend. Even if you hear about it from the friend, they're, they're sending you the link to go look to at go it online. online. Yeah. Um, uh, we but, still got a few more to come here on the 19 things that nobody tells you about selling your home. We'll complete that list when we return here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Last go-round here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio with Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. You can call them at 905-575-7700. Go online to robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I. Dot com. We are going through the 19 things that nobody tells you about selling your home. We're up to number 13. You're going to become all stockery. Basically, you are all over the potential... Buying. Yeah, so what we do, especially when we have homes listed, is we let our sellers know what's going on in the neighborhood. For example, you know, if if the if a house sells around the corner down the street, how much did it sell for? Mm-hmm. And basically, you know, why why did that house sell and yours hasn't, right? And and it's figuring that out. Um and, and knowing, you know, since you've been listed, how many other properties have been listed, right? What other properties have come up for sale since you've been listed? So right. it's uh you want to you, you you're definitely keeping a closer eye on the neighborhood in terms of sales. Yeah. Number fourteen, buyers don't care what's convenient for you. They want to see your home on their own schedule. One hundred percent true. One hundred percent true. I just had a, a, a situation with an agent 
who uh who who booked an appointment and my seller said um no we we can't accom- you know we can't do that appointment we're, we're available right. to from one from 1:30 to 3:30 and then the the agent reached out to me personally and and she said you know Phil like you know we need to get in at this time and I said well I go that's my bu- that's my seller's message mm-hmm. like it's not going to change right right so either you you know you can accommodate to th- to them yeah. but they're not going to you know what I mean yeah. so there's that there's that there's that scheduling factor where when it comes down to uh to showings. Yeah. And in this day and age, that's the, that's a challenge. Yeah. Uh, how about this stat, though? 50% of the showings that get refused don't get rebooked. That's right. So, yeah. That's huge. right. Yeah. Uh, there's some pros and cons there. Number 15, in uh, our experience in central Toronto, this list was compiled uh, in, in the Toronto area, the average condo gets an offer after 12 to 15 showings. The average house gets an offer after 8 to 10 showings. On average, I'd say that's right. Even, yeah. even, even here. Yeah. Really? Even here, on average, yeah, for sure. But uh, home buyers and sellers are sweating all you know, yeah. in, in between. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. it, it, it's important to know the average days on market. Yeah. Right. Because when you're for sale, one day feels <laughs> it's like excruciating. A, yeah. It's mind. like it's like you know we've only been on the market for a week here. Like and uh, and and they want to you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, it's, it's 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 but when you're when you're for sale it. it you know, like like sometimes you you kind of look back and be like, oh yeah, we've been on the market for twenty one days, and they'll look at you and be like, it felt like six months. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But every day is so because uh, until it's an it happens, emotional roller coaster. Yeah, until it happens, they're in that mode of yeah. oh my gosh, what's going to happen? Uh, number sixteen, leaving your home every time there's a showing stinks, but it's worth it. Right. So just just leaving your home every single time it stinks. Right. Yeah. Just imagine if you have a dog or <laughs> yeah. if you have a young kid. Yeah. That's what. That's when it starts to get interesting and hard, yeah. hard to uh, to accommodate to. But yeah. you'll get better results if you do leave your home. Um, people will have a tendency of staying in the house and looking at it longer. The longer they're in the house, the more that you know that they like the house. Oh, for sure. Uh, you know, unless the realtor is having a conversation about something else in, with their client in the house <laughs> yeah. on on your time, or the conversation is, "Can you believe this house?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but uh, but yeah, definitely, uh, it's good to be away from the house, and it and it and it's hard because then all of a sudden now they're eating out at pizza places. Yeah. And, you know, they're eating at restaurants all the time. Yeah. Uh, number seventeen. Unless you own everybody's dream home, most of us don't expect some lowball offers, and don't let your feelings get hurt i would say this happens less now than it did before um i think if if you're overpriced people just won't show up right whereas before if you're overpriced people would still show up and offer you what they thought it was worth yeah now you still get the you still get the lowball offers here and there Mm -hmm. but in comparison to to how people used to buy and sell properties 10 15 years ago you know somebody just won't even bother giving you a lowball offer they just they just We'll ignore you. They'll just, yeah, they'll just wait to they'll see just if move it, on. Yeah, yeah, they'll just wait till see if it comes down in price. Yeah. Number eighteen, bidding wars don't always work. That's right. No, that's right. And we tell people that. Uh, so there's some. Be careful. Some, yeah, you got to be very careful. There's, uh, you know, some agents still still practice that, and and it and it backfires on them, and it hurts and it hurts the listing really but badly. But there's also time, you know, times where it works and it goes really well, and. Yeah, but, but 2017, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, no exactly. problem. Yeah. Uh, and the last thing that nobody tells you about uh, when selling your home, every property sells when the price is right. Yeah. I, yes and no? Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's there's different things to that, right? I mean, if nobody knows about your property and it's the right price, is it going to sell? True. Yeah, right? that's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, but if it's priced if it's priced a- accordingly to what the market will uh, dictate, yeah. absolutely, it'll it'll sell. 
We got about a minute. Uh, I, I want to get in this tiny Hashua house. Oh. It's 253 square feet. It may be the smallest ever listed on MLS. I'm not sure if it's sold or not. Uh, property taxes are about 2200 But again, this is 253 square feet. So this is like is that the a size bachelor of the shed? pad. Is it's that smaller than this room? It's smaller than this room, which is not very big. No, but people... People can, you know, and it looks like a cute little house. It looks like a little It's done up really nice. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, that's like a single person. Maybe a husband and wife? Uh, it could be, or a single person. I had one in Grimsey. They called me on it, and it was kind of falling apart. And there's a, a house there, and I'm like, you know, like, who, it, who would want to buy it? But you would be surprised. We're, we're, we're in the society now where this minimalism thing is so yeah. popular and... Well, they got to show attract it to those type of people. They got to show on on the you know on these little small tiny little houses, yeah, yeah tiny houses. It'll yeah. work for somebody, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, thanks for joining us, guys, and thank you for listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show. We're back next Saturday at nine on 900 CHML.